This two-part podcast series has been a long time coming. I can't believe I'm just now interviewing Dr. Lauren Brunslick from She Slays the Day podcast. Lauren and I actually got to meet in person back in October at the Women Chiropractors Conference in Scottsdale, and it was so awesome. We totally hit it off. And I've had the pleasure of being on her podcast three times and we've done a lot of collabs and now I'm actually going to be working on her clinic's Instagram, which is really exciting. So of course it's typical Lauren and Molly fashion. We chatted for a really long time. So I decided to break this long episode up into two on part one. We're going to talk a lot about training your algorithm and we're going to talk about sales and talk about like, if you feel like icky when you're like, oh, I feel so salesy or anything like that. We're going to talk about reframing your mindset around sales. And then in part two, we're going to talk about decision fatigue and delegation. And there's just a lot of really good nuggets in here that I think you're really going to enjoy. So without further ado, here is part one of my interview with Dr. Lauren from the She Slays the Day podcast. Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by my Marketing Roadmap, which is a five-episode private audio training that's kind of like this podcast, but not exactly because it's not available to the general public when you search on your podcast feed. So the great thing about consuming free content like this for me or on my Instagram or my blogs or whatever is that... Yes, you will learn a lot, but you kind of have to go searching for what it is exactly you're looking for. This five episode private podcast is broken down in a logical step-by-step order. That's why it's called a roadmap. If you're ready to get started on your Instagram marketing journey, or if you already are started and you just feel like you're kind of like overwhelmed with all of the different free information, this is a super clear roadmap with lots of tangible step-by-step action items that will get you from point A to point B for just $27. So all you have to do is head to mollycahill.com slash private training. And based on the reviews I've had so far, I know you won't be disappointed. My name is Dr. Nick Belden, and I'm a functional medicine practitioner and chiropractor living in a beautiful, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. And I listen to the Holistic Marketing Simplified podcast, and you should too. Dr. Lauren, I cannot believe that I'm almost 50 something episodes in my podcast and you're just now on like, this is wild. This is crazy. I dodge and weave from being on other people's podcasts. So like you, um, it's not that I don't want to be on other people's podcasts, but I am just really busy. <laughs> so, oh, like, oh, I know. I'm just, I'm like, you will be on it and you will be on it. Yeah, I was like, I, I can't say no like Molly. It. can't say no. Um, And we actually finally got to meet in person um, in October in Scottsdale at the Women Chiropractors Conference and hang out. And we got to know each other really quickly as I sat on your lap in the back of a Dodge Charger. (laughs) They're like, oh, my cheerleading skills. I'm like, how did they teach you in cheerleading to make yourself not weigh as much? Like, no, I'm like, I'm a feather. I'm a feather. (laughs) Yeah. So fun fact, I was sitting on Dr. Lauren's lap. We'd all gone to dinner. It was like Cindy Shaft. It was Elise Rigney. Tamara, Dr. Tamara. Yeah. This is an all-star cast. I was about to say, I was with like the Cairo celebs and Dr. Cindy Shaft, for most people know her, had her friend who was local to Scottsdale and the whole (laughs) time I was calling her the wrong name. (laughs) 
You're calling her Beth, right? Yeah, I'm going, oh, Beth, what do you do? <laughs> Beth, oh, Beth, can you open the trunk? And I'm like, why is Beth not answering me? Her name was Kate. And I was calling her Beth the whole time. And so Beth, Kate, 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 Beth, um, instead of taking an Uber back from the restaurant to our hotel, which was only like, what, a mile from where yeah. our hotel was like, oh, I've got room for everyone. Well, she miscounted by one. So I end up on Lauren's lap in like the backseat of this two-door Dodge Charger. I'm like, don't worry. I was a cheerleader. I know how to hold my weight. She's like, what? I'm like, see, do you even feel me? I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm you're, like, you're like a waif of a person in the first place. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I just can't believe that was the first time we've met in person. It doesn't I know. feel like it. Oh, no, that was fun though. Yeah. We have a lot of similar similarities in our personality and see, it, it, I think, I think the back, the fact is if Dr. Lauren and I can make it happen, anyone can. Yes, that is. There are so many parts of my life that are just so not glamorous that I'm just like, gosh, people, I wonder what people think, what they think like yeah. my day-to-day is or my reality of just like what my podcast studio or, you know, just like, I feel like it's in probably in stark contrast to like Dr. Elise Rigney. She's like very, I feel like she's very like, she has, she's like on it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like her to be an Enneagram three in my brain because then it's direct comparison to me. And I'm like, no, you are way more organized. Like I believe she's a three because holy cow, she's going to make worlds move, but she's just got so much more organization. Yeah. And like attention to detail than I do. And so this is four, right? Uh, no, it's a wing ADHD. <laughs> like it's yeah. a, it's yeah. a, yeah. Okay. So today I'm very excited. So for those of you, everyone knows Dr. Lauren, but if you don't, and I've already done your, your intro, but give us a brief overview of who you are for maybe my non-chiropractic world listeners. Yeah. So I am a chiropractor of 13 years. I I have a different perspective on practice growth because I'm in a very, very tiny town, like 9,000 people in like northern Wisconsin. And so we run a cash, full cash, family practice, high volume, but like it's a different perspective because like my struggles are just a little different than like, oh, I'm in Dallas or I, don't yeah. know. I always pick on Dallas. That's like the city that always comes to mind. But like, <laughs> um, so it's just a different perspective to grow a high volume cash practice when the median income for a family is like $70,000 right. and 60% of the kids are on Medicaid and we don't take Medicaid. And so d- have done that for a long time, have multiple practices, multiple docs, multiple babies. I've got a nine and 11 year old daughter. And I started coaching for a chiropractic, like a big chiropractic company, 2018, maybe, I don't know, like 2017 to 2019 and felt like it was time. Like I really loved coaching. I love problem solving. Like I am like I, my super strength um, is that I will take action before a lot of the things are figured out because I just want, I want the feedback, like, well, if it's not working, then I'll find that out and then I'll immediately change. And so one of the things that I loved about the coaching was just like helping people solve these issues, these chiropractors solving the issues. But it was just time for me to kind of leave and do my own thing, even though I didn't really know what that was going to be. And so then in 2019, 
I started the She Slays the Day podcast really with no idea what why I was doing it except for like, I just, I don't know, people write in and then I'll like solve their things. And then I found out that the, after I'd committed to doing this, that the average podcast gets like 30 to 40 downloads in the first week and like 150 ish, 180, 130 within the first 30 days. And I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. I am not going to do a podcast if that is what, because it's so much work. Yeah, it is. And um, so, you know, I'm a, I'm a three. So like, I'm like, no, 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 this has to be more than that. Otherwise I'm quitting. And so we just like launched that beast and it has been a whirlwind ever since it is. Um, it's a funny reality of you're on, you how many episodes have you done now? Like 237, 38, something like that. Yeah, I had to go back. Somebody wrote in. Yeah. Yeah. We get like six to 10,000 downloads a month. So like I had a uh, somebody send me a DM on Instagram asking what my advice for starting a podcast is. And I said, oh, I actually have a podcast episode on that. Uh, let me go find it for you. And I'm like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I'm like, it was like episode 106. And I'm like, damn, that was three, like three years ago, pretty much. So it's crazy. Yeah. And then, so on top of that, so you've got the, you've got the, she slays the day podcast, which is like another stream of income for you now. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, Oh, the multi-passionate chiropractor. Oh yeah. yeah. That was kind of multiple years in the making of like what the podcast is fun and I get to cover, I get to do whatever I want on the podcast. Yeah. It can be a solo. I can have this. We can talk about sex. We can talk about religion. We can talk, but the more chiropractors that got to know me and I got to know, um, I just started seeing a trend with a lot of, and I don't want to say female chiropractors because it started as like, this is a female chiro issue, yeah. but I don't think it is anymore. I think that as a millennial, I'm seeing just like I came into the profession with a very poor retirement plan. Let's just say that. Um, and the debt to income ratio with chiropractors is, you know, can be astronomically not equal. Like, you yeah. know, the average chiropractor is coming out with like $250,000 of debt right now. Oh, that's and insane. It's, it's really insane. That is bananas. Mm-hmm. And so it was through conversations with people on the podcast, you know, um, talking to student loan experts and hearing how like that's like it has to be like this game um, to pay it off because you're really not ever going to pay off that kind of debt. And uh, and like talking to people about like having guests on about like real estate syndicates and investments and just started realizing that chiropractors are gatekept so much from running a business and how to create massive wealth, if that's what they want, like wealth and whatever that looks like, abundance for them, because they have to. Like if you're $250,000 in debt, you have to do well. I'm sorry, like people get all like, oh, I didn't go in this for the money. Oh, no shit, you didn't. Nobody goes into (laughs) chiropractic for the money. Like I think there's a courthouse job that in my town that probably pays more than an associate does, you know, like there are easier ways to make money. So nobody went into this to make money, but then you realize, oh, it's important because like 
this isn't fun. It's not fun to wonder how you're going to pay your bills, Mm -hmm. how, you know, like that's not fun. So you can love chiropractic, but if you're not having fun in the profession, then the burnout rate is astronomical. Yeah. Well, then just the emotional load of knowing, like having no end in sight of like, oh, I'm never going to be able to pay off this loan. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the point type thing? Like, I just feel like, yeah. And I just learned, I just learned 17% of practices sell. That's it. So like a lot of chiropractors, like I said, I came into this and like the future generation was like, yeah. So we applaud chiropractors who will do emergency calls on a Sunday at 6 p.m. And like, you know, they're seeing a thousand a week and they're 80 years old and they're still adjusting. And like, I just remember being like, ew, is that, yeah. is that oh. what I'm supposed to want? I don't no. want that. No. Yeah. So then what? So then what, what plan do you have that? And so that's kind of where that, uh, where that course came out of is like, how do we give chiropractors a different plan? Yeah. And I would say like, it feels so much more like, like that mastermind vibe too. Like it's really just like so personal. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. just from what I've seen and what you yeah. do, multi-passionate chiropractor. And then also I would say, if you're not a chiropractor listening to this, it's not unique. I mean, it's, it's your, it's where your point of view lives, but it's not unique mm-hmm. to what you do. I mean, there's so many, any, anybody in the health and wellness space, unless you're like a, you know, heart surgeon or something, (laughs) which is not my audience. And and then that's just like a whole other conversation that we could probably have. Actually, I would like to go here first before we dive into the topic. Yeah, I know. Cause I know it won't, it won't, our our neurodivergent brains won't get off track sales. And I, and I don't think it's just women again, either. I do find it a little more prevalent in women, but this whole thought that like, Oh, if I'm selling, I'm being salesy or icky. And I think that just drives me crazy considering my background was in outside sales. Mm-hmm. I only want to sell something that's like you actually need. And I think that's a lot of the problem with this is it goes back to, oh, shoot. If you don't believe that what you have to offer is something someone needs, yeah, I'm. you don't need my course. You need to go back a few steps because mm-hmm. I can't, can't help you with that. I have an episode that... Uh, may or may not be. It's like right around the time that this episode is going to air with Roberto Monaco. Do you know who he is? No. Oh, he's really, he's got a very thick Brazilian accent. And he, I've heard him speak at a couple conferences and we talked a lot about this topic and like selling and why so many chiropractors really struggle with like, I'm not selling. And it's like, yes, you are, but it's okay. Cause you're selling something amazing. We t- I taught, you know, I kind of gave the analogy with him, like, you know, so let's take the most quintessential icky sell thing, which is like a used car salesman, right? Like they yeah. get the worst reputation yeah. and we're like, ew. But like, when have you ever heard like a Porsche salesman being the butt of a joke? You haven't. And why? It's because the product that the person is selling is not a scam. There's incredible value there. So like a Porsche salesman doesn't like walk around being like, oh, I sell Porsches. They're like, I I work at the Porsche dealership. And everyone's like, whoa, that's cool. And so I think a lot of chiropractors, whether they realize it or not, they're dealing with their own mindset issues that like, well, what do you think you're selling? Like, do you feel icky about selling because you don't believe in chiropractic? Are you 
you know, basically feeling like you're a used mm-hmm. car salesman, which as somebody who's been in practice for 13 years and has seen amazing things happen, you don't have to feel that way. Like chiropractic is a Porsche. It's incredible. Yes. It's incredible. I Yeah. I love that analogy. And it was the reason we got rid of, and this again, it applies to all businesses. It's the reason we got rid of, um, we used to have this like content creation only package where we would be like, Hey, we'll just create bulk, create like three months worth of Instagram posts for you. And here you go. But anyway, so we, we got rid of this content creation, creation only package because yes, there, there is a type of business owner who could benefit from that, who already understands and has great backend marketing and systems. But I found I was only attracting the people who just wanted my quote cheapest option. And I'm like, this content alone is, is not going to move the needle for you. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing you a disservice by even giving you an option to pick my cheapest thing because it's not even going to work. Right. Whereas I feel like the same thing applies to any type of health and wellness professional. If you're like, oh, come in and then come in again, see how you feel. I'm like, I get what you're trying to do for people in your mind. You feel like it's giving them a choice or something. Yeah. I I guess we could pretend that it's about they, the doctor thinks it's about them. Like I'm trying to give them freedom, but I think Uh, most of the time it's the doctor avoiding rejection. And you, you're just like, I'm not saying that like, Hey, one adjustment's better than zero. Right. But also I'm like, you're not doing anybody any good by just saying, Oh, come back, see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Well, at, coming from the patient's point of view, like I'm be, me being the patient, like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I have a problem and I'm leaning on you as the expert to give me a plan. And I'm not talking, saying it has to be like these old school, like literally I've been shown a presentation by a chiropractor before that was made on PowerPoint of, okay. I'm not saying it has to be, sorry if that's something y'all all still do. I don't know, but, um, I'm just thinking about a PowerPoint presentation. Um, you know what I mean? It was like, here's yes. the benefit. I'm like, I don't need that. I just need your professional recommendation. Like, look, we don't get ahead of this and we don't do this. Like, here's what's going to happen. And then you're going to end up wasting your money. And it's like, let's just get this taken care of. And I think it's like the same thing with, um, my mom, my whole family was just here for Thanksgiving for the whole week, which was a whole nother story. My health and life coach I've worked with for three years has this like one-off service where you can do a GI map test with her, which I'm sure you're familiar. It's like the stool test thing where you like, cool. see you at all. yeah. Um, and my, I, I told my mom, I was like, well, when I did, I did six months worth of coaching with her around that. She goes, well, do you need six months of coaching? Can't you just like get the results and like get one month of coaching? I'm like, <laughs> and I just laughed because I'm like, that just goes back to our like quick fix mentality of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just get the results to this test. So even if you're not a chiropractor or you do functional medicine or you're a health coach or you're a life coach or whatever, it's like, you're not doing people favors by being like, oh, let's have this one-off thing. Yeah. Because oh, people are just going to be left disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they are like, well, I tried that and that didn't it work. It didn't work. Yes. Didn't work. You uh, didn't work, Gina. Yeah. So what tips do you have then? Like if you're in practice and you're presenting something to like, let's say it's a new patient and they've never been to a chiropractor before, how do you train your staff or like, how do you go about presenting like the bigger, longer options? So one of the most simple things is if you have multiple doctors, anybody who's got a conflict of interest should tap out. Now, not everybody has that obviously, but like if you, if this is one of your friends or, you know, somebody that you yeah. honestly 
feel like there's going to be awkwardness of you <laughs> selling to them and then okay. them feeling awkward of like making a personal decision what's best for them, then like you need to have so, a different doctor do it. Now, yeah. like I said, if that's an option. Um, but what, so assuming this is somebody that I don't have like a conflict of interest with, you have to realize that like you have to go inward and figure out what is it inside of you that is so afraid of them saying no. Mm-hmm. So like that's the reason that we're afraid to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. is because like there's a lot it's not this isn't overly simple like this is like people get therapy for this shit but like you're <laughs> yeah. afraid of them saying no okay so like go deeper than that what are you afraid of them saying no to so like different options might be that you're not a good chiropractor so you may believe so like you may not believe that chiropractic is as good So like if somebody, like some people, I know I've been in practice a long time. I know what three months of three times a week can do for somebody. Mm -hmm. I know that to my being. Mm -hmm. But if you're new, you may not. You may just go like, I am faking it till I make it, which is great. That's what you're supposed to do in the beginning. Just rely on people who say like, no, this is like Heidi Havik is doing research that we are under... We are under delivering in number of adjustments that we're giving patients. Um, And so, yeah, yeah, we are, as a profession, not recommending enough chiropractic, what we're finding out with the brain. And so, but if you don't know that from your own personal experience, um, you may, if they say no, you may be taking that personal as like, oh, chiropractic, I shouldn't have recommended that. Mm. I shouldn't have given them that much. Um, A lot of people, they just want to be liked. And so them saying, no, yeah, like a patient saying no to you isn't, I don't like chiropractic. It's, I don't like you enough to say yes to you. Mm -hmm. And so there's just so many different layers that people should go through of like before going in and going like, okay, if this patient says no, because really it shouldn't be a personal experience at all. The sales process of this is what you need, yes or no, should not be a personal attack on you or your clinic in any way. And so once you can get to that point where this is about chiropractic, this isn't the Lauren show. This isn't, did you say yes to Dr. Lauren? Did you say yes to my clinic? It's, they said yes to chiropractic and what chiropractic can do for their life. When it becomes about that, then it just becomes telling the truth. Like that it's not, you don't have to like figure out, like, do I use different personalities to communicate? Uh, Like when I have a different person, personality across from me, of course course I do. But like you, when it just becomes, this is what the patient needs. It's what you need. It's what you need. Right. And that's how that's, I completely agree with you. And so for me, it doesn't ever feel like selling. Yeah. Because again, like you said, I feel so strongly that I'm like, oh, I know this is what you need. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just don't have a doubt. Like you said, like I just, so it doesn't feel weird. I don't feel awkward. I don't feel shy because I have that hundred percent strong belief in knowing like, yeah, like this morning I had someone say, Hey, can you give me a better price for like, can you give me a custom package for fewer posts a week? I'm like, no, because no. it's just going to be a waste of your money. If I put yeah. give you 
two posts a week on Instagram randomly, like that look pretty, like, what is that going to do for you? You're wasting. Yeah. Your money. I'm not saying you're wasting your money. It depends on your goals. There are times that could work, but I'm just well, for this particular person. I'm like, no, it's not about the money for me, what you're giving me. Mm-hmm. It's about that. You're not going to get a result. And then what happens? Your patients don't get results. They don't tell their friends and then they yeah. don't become lifelong patients. And, you know, and this applies to any business. And so I do want to add something to that though, yeah. because our clinic, so I will, I've often said that like I'm a recovering alpha male, um, which is <laughs> yeah. a joke. It's a joke. So the alpha males out there, calm down. Um, <laughs> but like, so I learned through a different, like through a system of selling that basically it is three times a week. Like it is the plan I recommended or thou shall not pass. Like you do not start care at this clinic. Um, and because of like, I'd be doing you a disservice. Like you're not going to get great results if you don't do this. And so therefore I don't want you to waste your money. And like, I truly do kind of believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this past year, I've had a couple incredible incredible chiropractors on the podcast. Um, Simon Floriani, do you know? Oh my gosh, just a legend. Um, And also Amy Spolstra or Spolestra, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. And so my podcast, I get to kind of use people as my own therapist. And so like, these are people who are getting fantastic results with their patients, but they're talking about love and meeting them where they're at. And so I got to be like, okay, well, what does that look like? What does that look like on a day two where you're saying, this is what you need? Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. there's no emotions around it. This is what you need. And anything less isn't going to get you the results. Um, And they both were like, I meet the patient where they're at. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what if they're like, well, I can only do once a week. And they go like, well, then I do once a week, but I make sure I communicate the expectations to them. I communicate like the expectations, like you're coming for this. My, My game plan or my care plan doesn't change. If you want your kiddo to, you know, just really excel in second grade and not go on ADHD medications, my recommendation is still three times a week for four months. But if you can only do once a week, then I don't know. Then I don't know what the body is going to do with those. I do know that a brain with chiropractic is better than nothing, but I don't know if six months of once a week if you're going to notice anything, I know the body's cool and it can do great things, but I can't guarantee those results, but I do know it's, you know, and so like that just gave me the freedom to be like, honestly, it allowed me to be more truthful because knowing I previously thought, well, I'm going to tell them three times a week for three months or four months. Oh my gosh. And then if they say no, then it's lost because I'm not going to I'm not going to um negotiate with them because then that makes my recommendation look like, you know, flimsy. Yeah. yeah. Like right. But I'm not selling a car. Yeah. Like I'm I'm selling hope to a person who maybe has their own things where like, okay, you know what? It's it's not a car. They can start mm-hmm. at once a week and dip their toe into the water. 
And, you know, we've all had that patient that you tell them, okay, we can do this, but like, don't expect the results. And then a couple of weeks in, they totally are still expecting the results and they're an asshole. And you're like, I told you that. <laughs> yeah. I told yeah. you. Um, I so we're not talking about them, we're, but you know, like we've had patients who have, you know, kind of was like, I'm going to try a visit or two. And then we're like, all right, let's do this. And then they sign on for care or, you know, um, yeah. so it's, it's allowing yourself just that that feminine flow too to like well, meet them where they're at. Do you? I know you you're super into Enneagram, but have you ever studied like the disc assessment much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little I bit. Had, I had someone on the podcast about the disc too, and just everyone has different personalities too, right? Like some people mm-hmm. need to like really get in there and try it, and some people don't. So I'm like, I'm such an emotional. I'm like, we're vibing, yeah, let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have zero. I'm a fast decision maker, like you are. But then some people don't, some people aren't like that and they need, Mm -hmm. and so I love that you brought that up and made that distinction, like meet people where they are, because I do still have a lower tier option. It's just very clearly written out. And the reason I keep bringing this back to my business, because I don't want anyone listening to think that this is unique to the chiropractic profession. Mm -hmm. This, this spans any business is, um, I still have that lower tier option, but I'm like you said, I'm very clear with my expectations. I'm like, yeah your stats are going to look great for a couple months and then you're going to plateau and that's fine. You know, there's you awareness just, versus growth. Yeah. I'm like, like, you might just need it for brand awareness. Like Kroger puts their logo on the middle of the university of Kentucky football field. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you're there and it's consistent and you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's the expectation. So I'm really glad that you, because that came up for me. I'm like, well, but it's not an all or nothing approach, right? Like I I would know at a certain point you have to have boundaries for your business. Yeah. And like, that's the thing that when you said that I actually heard that seems like more of a, you having boundaries appropriately for like, I don't have the bandwidth to take on someone in the small capacity because I have so many people that need me at the larger capacity capacity. Yes. Because it's just as much work and same Mm -hmm. with a patient. It's just as much work to get you in our system and to get to know you. You know what I mean? Rather than it is to have someone who's going to be consistent. So yeah, it's, it's not that you don't want to help or that, you know, it's, it's not an all or nothing approach. It's just like you said, and then what ends up happening. And I'm sure you've seen this too. You talked about removing yourself. If you were, um, have any type of conflict of interest, it's like, Oh, you're my sister. I'll give you a discount. And then you start resenting it. And you're like, Oh, why did I do that? Now I don't want to give her care. And now she's not getting the best. It's just so funny how that all. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm really glad we, like I said, we talked about that. And I just, like I said, I always think the sales piece is so funny because I'm like, I I do one-off one-on-one coaching every once in a while. And one of the exercises we do is the seven levels of why have you ever done that? No. Yeah. Just Google. It's either seven layers or seven levels of why. And it's, it's a very, it can be a very redundant, like obvious quote exercise. But once you get to like, why number four, you're like, oh, it's oh, like, this is getting deep fast. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why am I a chiropractor? Well, because I want to do this. Well, why? It's like, well, because of this, well, why? And you're like, same answer because of this, well, why? And then it's like, once you get to why number seven, you're like, oh. And so I always tell people to think about that when they're quote, creating content. I'm like, it's not a, I should be posting four times a week because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. I love that because there's a mom out there who's had migraines and can't function, you know, three days out of the month. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? And then you just get, you're like, Oh, like my sister-in-law learned to breastfeed by watching reels. 
So I'm oh like, oh my gosh, can, that's amazing. <laughs> right. So it's not like you're just putting out content like, oh, I got to do my reel today. It's like, you never know. Like, you know, you might just be teaching somebody to breastfeed. So you might anyway. just be teaching someone to breastfeed. I mean, I just thought that was so cool. Like, she's like, oh yeah, I learned. Um, I just watched a bunch of reels and she did great. Figured it out. Everything was great. I mean, she had a lactation consultant in the hospital right. and stuff, but not like, you know. What can't you learn on right? reels now? So but- I'm like, look, guys, what we're doing here, it's not just like fluff, like I have to be doing this thing. So, um, and I think if you look at things from that lens, whether you're selling a care plan or creating content or whatever, and you just go back to like you said, Lauren, like getting deep of like, okay, why don't you believe? What are you scared of? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to completely shift gears, which was our okay. original topic we were going to talk about, which is um, decision fatigue. Yeah decision fatigue. Talk to me about this. I think people have heard this term before, but what is it? What does that mean? Yeah. Have they? Cause I hadn't heard of it. So like y'all are watching more reels than I am. I get, no, um, that's <laughs> no, where on our algorithms. <laughs> right. That's true. Oh my God. Okay. Can we, can we come back to this? Can we oh, talk okay. about how effed my algorithm is from iron flame? Oh, well now I'm tagging you and all, you know, I won't, I've, I'm like, why haven't we talked about iron my flame entire algorithm? Is, and so here's what's hard. Okay, so Do I, I read have, it or not? Just tell me. Yeah, you got to read it. Ugh. You got to read it. You do. You got to read it. It's just don't expect it to like pull you in like fourth wing does. Okay. That's you what read my it. client Shara told me. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, her yeah. and I actually talked about this. And then oh, we did? talked about this other series that she was starting that I'm not going to out her on. And I was like, ooh, that's dark shit. And she's like, really? What do you mean? I'm like, you'll know. You'll know when you get there. It's weird. Um. So I have She Slays Podcast, which is where I'm on 99% of the time. And I really love fiction books, uh, this romance, fantasy, novel thing, whatever. And so Instagram has figured this out. You drug me into with you. I'm so sorry. Instagram has figured out that like I, well, that's how I figure out my next book. Right. Because I don't want to like waste my time on like a bad book. And so I do a lot of like, okay, so this person loves this book, this book, this book. I Uh trust them. So Instagram is just like, look at all the time she's spending on this algorithm. Well, now my account, though, I don't see any chiropractors, <laughs> I don't see like entrepreneurs, financial growth, because Instagram's like, no, she doesn't care about any of that anymore. She just wants fairy dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Mine's the same. So mine is either um, fantasy books, Taylor Swift, or home renovations these days mm, because yeah. we have not two 1987 bathrooms in our house and we've oh. been like just starting yeah. to like think about what we want to do with them. And um, oh my gosh, I have a whole, it's written down in my content ideas log to be like, guys, do you want to know why I don't have a toxic relationship with Instagram? It's because I am logged into as of today, thankfully, not anymore because we just hired two new people. But usually I'm logged into eight different Instagram accounts on any given day. I'm so excited for you to just take ours over. It's and when you go look at someone else's explore page, you're like, wow, my world just got so much bigger. Yeah. I have a whole podcast episode planned around algorithms. But anyway, so now I'm trying to train my, that algorithm. Like, so I'm, because for a while I was like, just stop looking at it. Well, I can't stop looking at it because I'm very fascinated. This is an obsession of mine. So now I'm reprising. I have like Lauren loves plants, which I haven't uh-huh. posted on in over a mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, okay. Go over there and look at your book stuff. So I'm like having to tell her, she's like, I'm not interested. And Instagram's like, you sure? Yeah, you are. 
Yeah, you, you are. are. We so know I'm you like, are. You're lying. <laughs> so now I like go log into Lauren Loves Plants and I'm like, okay, now I can do all this. So. But look though, I would say that's actually a good thing. I have a whole episode on how to um, not have a toxic relationship with Instagram. And that's where I tell people like, I don't follow other when I find that my Explore page starts getting lots of Instagram tips from other Instagram coaches, yeah. it just gives me massive anxiety because I'm like, yes. what am I not doing? Why oh, am I made $10,000 sitting here drinking this cup of coffee. And I'm like, yeah, and didn't. I just can't. So then I like retrain. I do the opposite. I'm like, no, show me more fairy smut. Mm-hmm. Show me more Taylor Swift and show me more home renovations because it actually makes me more creative. I, in looking for these bathroom reno things, I found this. Um, account. She's like, here's my $450 bathroom. And I was like, oh, so then I went to her page and started watching all her reels. Do you know it was the same exact video, like every fifth reel, but just with slightly different text over the reel. Really? And every one of them had like hundreds of thousands of views. And I'm like, why am I not doing that? Okay. So I um, have been, so there's two things that I've been seeing. I don't know if we're ever going to get to their topic, but it's fine. We're having fun. Yeah. I know. Okay. So one thing that I've seen a lot of advice on is like, if you're comfortable going live in stories, now start turning that into reels. Mm-hmm. So I've started doing that, My which sucks because, did that because they don't perform as well, but like my average story might get like 700 or 800 views. Mm-hmm. A low performing reel is going to get like 1500 to 2000. Mm-hmm. So like, that's still a win for me. That's still more. Oh, yeah, people. that's a win. So like I've been doing that. So I was in a slump for like, we talked about this where I'm just like, I should be promoting mm. this course coming up, but I just don't have any inspiration. So what I did is I went back to last year where I was making reels to promote like the course. And I found one that did really well. It had like 16,000 views. And so I couldn't figure out how to save it. I don't know why. Like I'm good on Instagram, but like by for some reason, Instagram that day was like, I can tell you what to do. It was the button was missing. Oh, no, no. So go to the website. No, just go to the website, Snap Insta. Okay. You put in the URL of the reel and it'll remove the watermark. Well, I don't even care about the watermark. I just used to be able to download my own. I know, but they get more views when they don't have a watermark. So that's what we use for clients is Snap Insta. So anyway, so it was a really super lip sync that I was like, all right, fine. I can't figure out how to save this. I'm just going to quick make it. So I remade it, copied and pasted the caption. the caption and posted it. And the thing did crazy well again. And here I was. So like I came home that night to my husband and I'm like, did you see my reel today? And he's like, yeah, that was cute. And I was like, did you recognize it? Because it's an exact replica of what, except I'm wearing different clothes, but like, and he's like, no. What? And I was like, I was so worried that I was going to be like ousted, that somebody was going to remember. Isn't that I funny? did this exact reel a but year ago. But you know, logically that that's not, isn't that funny? Because I so preach, weird. preach, 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 reuse, 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 because we know just from A, it takes so many times for someone to take action. And mm-hmm. B, the majority of your audience doesn't even see your content when you do it. Oh. And C... It was a year ago. Some people learn different ways, right? So like mm-hmm. I'll take reels and make them into carousels and take carousels and make it into a reel. Well, see that I wouldn't feel quite as bad about. This was just like literally, and I had had oh, multiple, yeah, I, mean, I had multiple Instagram people telling me like, this is going to be okay. Take a reel that went, that performed well <laughs> and do it again. And I'm just like, huh. And so like back to your bathroom thing, like, yeah. Yeah. Literally I kept going, wait, did I just... Wait, 
I'm scrolling through all her reels. I kept thinking maybe it was showing me the same one again. And I'm like, no, there's different text overlay. And I've noticed that I follow her. I also follow this furniture flipper account where not that I would ever, I have an old antique um, dining table sitting in my garage. And I love, I love that in my heart. I really feel like I'm going to refinish it. It'll probably be there in two years, but in my heart of hearts, I'm going to refinish this dang table. And so I'm following this furniture flipper and like, I get so much inspiration from her account because she'll have like a longer form video of the whole project from start to finish. And then she'll have the same exact video, but only focusing on one step of the process. Mm. And then a same exact video only on the next step of the process. And I'm like, what? This is what I teach my clients yet. And yet I'm too dumb to implement it myself. (laughs) We just need inspiration. We need inspiration. Uh, Okay. But I can tell you the fairy smut doesn't give me the inspiration for content. So I love it, but it's got to go on a different account. Oh, I I get that. Did you start following Sarah, the book fairy though? I tagged you on one of her things and you have to. Probably. Okay. Cause she convinced, she introduced me to the invisible life of Addie LaRue. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's not fairies, but it's good. Okay. We're going to wrap up part one there. And I can't wait to see you back next week for part two, where we're going to talk about decision fatigue and delegating and some other things. So hope to see you then. Thank you for listening to Holistic Marketing Simplified. This podcast is brought to you by my marketing roadmap, which is a five episode private audio training. That's kind of like this podcast, but not exactly because it's not available to the general public when you search on your podcast feed. So the great thing about consuming free content like this for me or on my Instagram or my blogs or whatever is that, yes, you will learn a lot, but you kind of have to go searching for what it is exactly you're looking for. This five episode private podcast is broken down in a logical step-by-step order. That's why it's called a roadmap. So If you're ready to get started on your Instagram marketing journey, or if you already are started and you just feel like you're kind of like overwhelmed with all of the different free information, this is a super clear roadmap with lots of tangible step-by-step action items that will get you from point A to point B for just $27. So all you have to do is head to mollycahill.com slash private training. And based on the reviews I've had so far, I know you won't be disappointed. I'm really proud of this training. And I know personally I've bought 27, 37, $17 products before and felt like I really didn't get that much out of it. I guarantee you, you will learn something from this five episode private audio feed. So again, it's just mollycahill.com slash private training. And it'll also be linked below in the show notes. I cannot wait to hear what you think. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important. These podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A. Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.